Welcome to Speaking of Sex with the Pleasure Mechanics. I'm Chris. I'm Charlotte. We are the Pleasure Mechanics, and on this podcast, we have honest, explicit, sometimes wholesome conversations about sex, pleasure, joy, and connection. Come on over to PleasureMechanics.com, where you will find all of the work we've been cultivating for you since 2006. We are celebrating 15 years in Pleasure Mechanics uniforms, and all of our work has been devoted to sharing resources so you can experience more pleasure, joy, and connection in your life on your terms. You will find it all at PleasureMechanics.com. If you are new to the show, come on over to PleasureMechanics.com free where you will find our free online course so you can get started with our foundational strategies to explore more pleasure in your life. If you've been with us for a while, maybe even over a decade now, come on over to pleasuremechanics.com slash love and find ways to go deeper with us yet, support our work, and be part of the next 15 years of the Pleasure Mechanics community. On today's episode, we are going to be continuing the conversation from my beautiful interview last week with Jamila Dawson and August McLaughlin about their book on trauma and triggers and using pleasure as a pathway out of trauma and back towards the pleasure and joy of life. On today's episode, we're going to be talking about a word you might have started to hear. It's getting more and more common in the conversation around trauma. And it's a little bit of the antidote to triggers. And that word is glimmers. Glimmers are little sparks of joy, of curiosity, of wonder that kind of shimmer even in the most stressful of times as reminders, as pathways back to our resting state of safe, relaxed, joyful social connection. I'll say that again, because it's a very kind of new concept for a lot of us that as humans, our resting state for our nervous system, our bodies is one of relaxed, joyful, social connection. That's where we digest. It's where our bodies heal. But this system is also paralleled with a system of survival responding to the stressors of our environment to problem solve, run away from threats, keep ourselves alive. So we can get back to that resting state of relaxed, joyful social connection. So, so many of us are really familiar with being in this threat tracking survival system. And it's really valuable and important to find ways back to feeling safe and socially connected. And finding and activating moments and glimmers is one way to do so. So we're going to talk about glimmers and sparks. But I think it's really important as we start this conversation to really get this sense of safety and social connection as an embodied physical state of being for us humans versus the stress mode. So there's a lot of ways to think about this and geek out on it in terms of the anatomy of it, right? We can talk about it in terms of the nervous system and the parasympathetic versus the sympathetic mode of the nervous system. And then a lot of this is from polyvagal theory, which looks at these different modes of the nervous system as different socially motivated 
full body system modes, right? So this is our nervous system, but also our hormones, our digestion, our cardiovascular, our muscular system, right? This is a full body experience. And so here at Pleasure Mechanics, what we really care about is your experience in the world, right? As a lived human sexual being. And so let's think about this in terms of the lived experience of these modes of our nervous system, right? When do you feel stressed out, threatened, and like you're surviving? Yes, after a big trauma trigger, some of us, especially us survivors, know what it feels like to be thrown into that state of survival and threat tracking almost immediately. And the word evokes that triggered like a bullet out of a gun. It's gone and you're in that state of I feel threatened. I feel unsafe. I feel scared. Right. And that comes with a whole set of physiological symptoms. Um, And there's a whole body of work here and we're going to have tons of links in the show notes page. So any of these threads that interest you, you can continue the conversation with us. So always look in the show notes page for additional resources because all of our conversations are part of a much bigger picture. So what does it feel like to feel chronically stressed out? Because for a lot of us, it's not that, you know, near car accident or the severe threat on the subway that creates the condition of stress in our day-to-day life. It's the chronic stressors. It's worrying about our finances. It's worrying about our health. It's worrying about our loved ones. It's not feeling safe in the world as a whole. That has put so many of us humans in a chronic state of stress and threat tracking, feeling like we're barely surviving day to day. And then there is the state of joyful social connection. And Charlotte, maybe you can describe that state because you are one of the people that I look to as inspiration on safe, social, joyful connection. It's certainly where I found my home is with you and the family we've created So what is that state like for us humans? What does it feel like to be in the ventral vagal system of safe social connection? Mm. Thank you. (laughs) It feels warm. It feels calm. It feels like we can make eye contact safely. You can reach out and touch someone's arm, shoulder, There's a peacefulness and a desire and an interest in connecting to another person, partly because you feel calm enough in your own body and state to be able and available to connect with others. And as you're talking about this, your face is lighting up with this full of embrace. Like a lot of what we're talking about here is being able to relax into the safety of being who you are, being held within that and be having other people have your back for who you are that full social, like you belong here. So we talk about pleasure, joy, and connection. This is that connection, that belonging, the these are my people and I am safe here feeling. Where have you felt that in your life? And that is so valuable to look at socially and relationally. Are there spaces and communities that really encourage this feeling of safety for yourself? But also for some people, they may not experience that as much as we would like. And I also want to presence that nature and being in and within nature can give us this feeling state as well. So let's remember to include that in our experience of being held and belonging. In nature, some people in the thick of a city, right? So they're not actually with any particular person, but they're in the pulse of a city and they feel belonging there. 
So where do you feel a relaxed state of belonging and connection? Connection, yes, to other humans and hopefully to a sense of like my people. But again, we all exist on spectrums and some of us are really solo beings and want to experience that state of connection with the greater good, like the greater nature or the thrum of the city, but you still feel a sense of belonging, calm, relaxed. And so maybe as we're talking, you can kind of feel these states in your life and start to map where you feel threatened and like you're just surviving and moving through that kind of fight, flight, freeze, fawn mode. Those are the four F's of this zone where you're kind of battling for survival in some way. And for some of us, this is really subtle because it's just like who we are isn't fully safe in the world. And so there's this constant threat tracking of, is someone coming for me? Who has my back in this situation? So we have to factor these things in and then find ways back, find places of refuge, find zones of safety within our life where we can relax, let ourselves down, yield, surrender into that state of relaxed joy, because that's where the pleasure is. That's where the good stuff is. And that's where sex really, for most people, thrives. Some people can have sex in the state of stress as a stress reliever. But for most of us, we want to feel relaxed and safe and then build arousal from there. And when I say most of us, again, spectrums, context, conditions, but feel into yourself. Do you get horny when you're super stressed out and worried about finances or is it a libido buster? And when can you feel like you can yield into like that sensual, sexy zone of like, yes, let's touch, let's play, let's laugh. So a lot of this is learning how to get to the zone in your body where you can enjoy things like date night, sexy time on a Saturday, brunch with friends, a vacation, where you can enjoy your weekends and holidays, right? Like we all need this time of restorative joy and pleasure and social belonging and all the fun stuff that we each individually like to do. And it's different for all of us. But how do we get into a physical state where we can actually enjoy that? So let's talk about glimmers. So as we talked about, glimmers are micro moments of safety. And for each of us, they will look and feel different. And so there is an experimentation that wants to happen to discover what feels most nourishing to you. What makes you feel most safe? It's just an invitation back. So I really like the word glimmer because in a lot of the children's movies and stuff we've watched over the years, like you'll see the little sparkle on the horizon that kind of beckons you towards something. And that's what a glimmer is. It's just that moment of remembering, okay, I'm stressed and I can return back to safety. I can return back to joy. It's like a little beckoning. It's not the safety itself. It's the portal. It's the invitation. Mm -hmm. So for me, plants. And I noticed over the years, like when I was in hospital with friends and hospice with friends, I'd always end up like in the corner with the house plants, like removing dead leaves and sticking my fingers in the soil and the hospital plants to make sure they had enough moisture. Tending to plants helped me feel a sense of safety and relief and aliveness again. And so I've learned this over the years, and now I fill my home with plants. So I'm constantly beckoned back to that joy of tending to them. What are some of your glimmers? This is the question for all of us, because all of our glimmers are different. So they are sometimes like triggers, memories. 
memories of times you were safe in the past. So for some of us, that's our childhood. For some of us, definitely not. For some of us, it's like a certain place, like a smell of a church. Can you buy the incense that is burned at the monastery where you had that wonderful retreat? Because that smell is always going to evoke that feeling of calm for you. Is it to do with touch, like holding a warm cup of beverage of any kind? There's Charlotte with her tea. (laughs) Or coffee, right? It's a really anchoring moment. And then for some that is being with an animal or a certain person in your life. Of course, moments with nature work for many, many people just feeling the breeze or the sun on your face or even again, the memory of that. And when we talk about the memory or the experience, this is just a reminder that our brains are so amazing at what they do and can in connection with our whole body, right? It's not our brains and our body. It's our whole body's system. When a memory is evoked and deeply felt, we can experience the physical sensations of that memory almost as if we were there. And that difference is imperceptible on like the best of tests we have and, you know, our like brain scans, like we can evoke the physical sensations of a memory alone or of a fantasy alone. And that's where it gets really kind of exciting. So this is coming into relationship with our nervous system, agency with our lives and in moments of stress or threat remembering the idea of glimmers and kind of scanning the horizon and being like, what is good right now? What can I turn to? What can I experience in my body to just pivot a little bit towards pleasure? And this again, that pivot is about completing a stress cycle, moving out of the state of stress in your body and back towards a state of relaxation. And we have great episodes about stress and its relationship with sex and interviews with Emily Nagoski about the stress cycle and burnout. So if that word stress is ringing a bell for you as a key to look at in your erotic life, there will be resources in the show notes, I promise, because this is such an important piece of completing stress cycles so that we can enjoy our lives. That's not something that's like dangling as a reward at the end of a very long day. It's something we have to do for ourselves intentionally. And kind of everything we do here at Pleasure Mechanics is about supporting this part of your life. How do we get back to pleasure? How do we get back to joy? How do we get back in connection with ourselves as sexual beings? And then sharing that with the people we choose to, right? So more to come on all of that. Speaking of completing stress cycles, masturbation and solo play can be a very efficient way to complete the stress cycle and return to this state of relaxed joy in your body that we've been talking about. Pleasure tools and toys come in all forms, and one of our new favorites is the Handy, an automatic stroker device that went way above and beyond our expectations. We loved it so much, we reached out to them to partner with us in sharing this pleasure tool with you. The Handy is an innovative automatic stroker device that delivers a wide range of strokes, speeds, textures, and pressure as it strokes your shaft. You can use the included sleeve or strap in your own favorites for an endless range of experiences and sensations. The handy can be used straight out of the box in manual mode, 
or connected via Bluetooth for an immersive, synced experience. You can even control a partner's handy from anywhere in the world, opening up a world of long distance and virtual play options. And for you beautiful listeners, great news. You can get 10 bucks off your handy order when you go to thehandy.com and enter the code pleasure at checkout. That's thehandy, H-A-N-D-Y.com and use the code pleasure for $10 off. If you want to hear more about this device, we did a whole interview with the founder of The Handy and talked about how this device was designed for pleasure. You'll find that link in the show notes page as well. But if you're curious and want to get stroking with us, go to thehandy.com, use the code pleasure for 10 bucks off, and big thanks to The Handy for sponsoring this episode. So we've talked about glimmers. And certainly every time I open my sex toy drawer, it's like a little shimmer of glimmers. (laughs) I love my pleasure tools because they're all reminders of different pleasures I enjoy. As I'm looking across the room here in our office, I'm seeing a few different pleasure tools on our shelves. And they each have like memories for me of pleasurable times I've shared with them, sensations I like. Um, And glimmers, again, they can be really gentle things like houseplants or your favorite memories, the favorite people in your lives, church songs you like to sing, right? The who, what, where, when, why of pleasure, joy, and safety in your life. Map that shit out. Get specific about what works for you. Like everything here at Pleasure Mechanics, it's not prescriptive. It's an invitation for exploration. Mm. And only you can do that and then start turning towards these pleasures and deliberate moments of stress and seeing what happens, noticing in your body if you can shift gears back towards pleasure and back towards joy. But here's where I want to introduce sparks, because I don't think Glimmers goes far enough in recognizing our brain's ability to shift gears, to pivot. And what I've noticed over our 15 years as pleasure mechanics and my 10 years before that as a sex educator is that pleasure and the erotic is potent fuel. And it's a little more potent than a houseplant as much as I love my plants. I am a plant daddy till the end. Come over and see my plants anytime. But pleasure, erotic pleasure, sex is potent fuel that we can use as sparks to pivot our system. So what do I mean by this? I mean, identifying the pleasures, the thoughts, the memories, the physical experiences, and the just embodied attitudes. This is what I've been experiencing more and more is what is like an embodied attitude where I feel sexy, powerful, strong, safe, wanted, seen, right? Like, what does that feel like in my body? And how do I get there? Because that's more than safe. That's like safe and fueled and powerful and sexy and alive. Thriving. And so using sparks, identifying for ourselves, what are the erotic sparks that we can harness, both in like the pleasure tools we gather around us? What are you going to fill your bedside table with? What are you going to open your toolbox and see that expresses like who you are as a sexual being? But far beyond any accessory, it's an embodied state of yes. This is me in my pleasure, unabashed by shame. And how do we harness that? So I want to introduce this idea of sparks. 
where it's like so potent that if you capture it and physically experience it, that's the thing. You have to let it in. It can't just bounce off of you. But if you can capture it, let it in, and then it ignites something with it. Like a glimmer can't ignite you, but a spark can. So let's explore that. When we're talking about glimmers, we're talking about micro moments. And so the idea is that you can add many of those moments into a day to really help shift your state. But you're talking about sparks being something that will shift your state more immediately. We can also allow glimmers to come in and just look for them on the horizon. As you're going throughout your day, what are the things that beckon you, that spark a little bit of curiosity, interest, wonder? It's that beginning of the pleasure cycle. We've been talking more and more about the pleasure cycle. I'm kind of developing this idea out further because I think it's really important to notice that all pleasure begins with uh, interest, like a hmm, and then a want, and then a yearning, and then a going and getting it often, or a savoring it, a letting it in deeply. And then we get the satiation and the satisfaction, right? That's the full pleasure arc. And glimmers are the very beginning saying, come back, come here, come back to pleasure, come home to joy. So let your glimmers guide you and then start noticing what the sparks are. What are those moments of potent erotic fuel in your day? that you can notice kind of moving through your day and grab them. So that might be an erotic thought. And instead of shutting it down, maybe even self-judging, like, oh, why am I thinking about that kinky thing again? Turn towards it a little bit. Get curious about it. Like, why am I feeling kind of horny and kinky right now? How does that feel in my body? Wiggle into it a little bit. Because my invitation to you is to notice that if you allow yourself to feel the desire of sparks igniting your system, the wants, the bigger wants. And as we practice this, we develop our capacity to hold a bigger and bigger charge. This to me is that pivot between the stress and the mundane of everyday life and like, oh, I'm just kind of surviving this day back towards the state of I belong, my pleasures are worth wanting, I can pay attention to my pleasures, I can go after what I want, and I can say yes to feeling good in this world. Mm -hmm. And both of these, the glimmers and the sparks, require this next step of savoring the experience, of really deepening into feeling that moment, that micro moment or a larger moment of pleasure, turn on, aliveness, Gotta arousal. let it in, yes. yeah. And this is where it becomes a practice, right? Because the more we do this daily, weekly, we deepen in our experience of being able to receive and let in and take in pleasure. And again, this is something we've talked about for 15 years, but we only kind of recently did an episode about savoring. Because when we signed up for Yale University's Science of Well-Being course, the very first lesson was the science of savoring. And so this is, you know, vetted, scientific-backed human stuff. (laughs) And the same made absolutely no sense. But you know what I mean? This is backed by science. It's It's a real physical experience in the body. When we let in pleasure, learn how to savor it, it changes our not only our experience in the world it changes your biochemistry your heart rate your breathing rate these things are trackable and again i'm going to bring it full circle here 
For us humans, our resting state is one of safe, social, joyful, connected belonging with awareness, right? We're not checked out in that pleasure. It's not this hedonistic fog. It's like relaxed, calm awareness where we can be aware of our environment and any threats that come up, we then have the resources to respond to because we've digested that meal. We've shared a laugh with our loved ones. We're being well-touched and tended to. We feel safe and cared for. So when a threat comes on the horizon, we have the resources to deal with it. That is very different than living in a chronic state of stress and tension and desperately looking for pleasure and joy amongst that. So this is going to be a practice for most of us of shifting our systems more and more back towards a state of safe, pleasurable social belonging. I've been in this mission my whole life as a survivor, and it did start with glimmers. It it started with glimmers of kink and seeing kinky images and hearing kinky words and being like, I think I want that and moving towards that. And we all have to start where we are and look towards like, what is saying, what is calling your name? What are the glimmers on the horizon? What are your pleasures? What can you resource yourself with? And there's something really powerful about us finding our glimmers and then our nervous system is changed and we share our nervous system with other people around us. So there's this way that <laughs> when true. we when we activate a little bit more of a feeling of safety in our own self, we then bring that to the people around us. And it really tangibly does make a difference and can radiate out to other people. And that is a really beautiful thing. Mm -hmm. Like you bring a safer nervous system to another person. And to experience that piece of work, like we didn't get into co-regulation, right? That's about how one person's nervous system impacts everyone around them within a radius. And we all know this experience, right? How you can walk into the room and change how everyone is feeling just by how you feel without saying a word. Uh, try it on an elevator sometime. We will continue this conversation. There's always more to say about any little piece we tackle here on an episode of Speaking of Sex. But that's why we load the show notes page with tons of links, further episodes, external resources, and ways you can continue the conversation for yourself from wherever you are right now towards more pleasure, more joy, more connection. We've been here with you for 15 years. We hope to be here for another 15 years. If you love what we do on the show and want to go a little deeper with us, go to pleasuremechanics.com love to say yes to going a little deeper with us. I'm Chris. I'm Charlotte. We are the Pleasure Mechanics. Wishing you a lifetime of pleasure. Mm-hmm.